Come on, one more time. Let's give him praise today. Come on, are you glad to be in the house of the Lord this morning? The psalmist said, I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. When you trace that word glad back to its original meaning, he was saying, I got beside myself. I couldn't hardly contain myself just at the thought that today was the day that I could enter into the house of the Lord and give him praise. Come on, somebody. If an Old Testament servant of the Lord could get beside himself about going to the temple... What should happen to us in the New Testament church that are filled with His Spirit? Something ought to move us when it comes time to get in the house of the Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place today. Amen. There is a tremendous Spirit of the Lord in this house this morning. Amen. I believe the Lord wants to speak to us in this place. I give honor to Pastor and Sister Chance. Appreciate them. And uh, we are so enjoying being here with you guys. And uh, God just knows, doesn't he? If you're going to be that person that they were singing about, that you're going to be able to testify that God is ordering your steps, here's what I found out. You've got to get in love more with the director than the direction. Sometimes you may not like where he's taking you, but when you trust the director, you know he's getting me to where I need to go. Somebody, you may not know why you're in this place today, but I'm telling you, the director has ordered your steps so you can hear a word from him in this place today. Aren't you thankful for that? Aren't you thankful that God knows just where we need to be? Amen, amen, amen. God is so good. Psalms chapter 100. And when you find that, we're going to go to 1 Kings chapter 3 and verse 7. I didn't give the media anything today. Uh, so forgive them if they're not caught up with me. It is not their fault. It is mine. Amen. Praise God. Uh, when Pastor uh, spoke to me at the beginning of last Sunday, uh, asked me, what I, did I have anything on the schedule? Would I be anywhere? I said, no, sir, I'll be right here. He said, well, preach to us this last Sunday uh, of the year. And the Lord spoke to me instantly. And he said these words, and it didn't make sense. He said, tell them they need to get out so they can go in. And uh, I, I just kind of, I had that, and my son even asked me, as he always does, Dad, you know what you're going to preach Sunday? And I, I told him just what the Lord had spoke to me, and, and I just kind of tucked it away and went through the holidays, and we had Christmas, and we ate a whole lot too, and we did all of those good things, and we opened our gifts. Uh, but on Thursday, I began to seek after the Lord, and I think I have a word for us today. And if you'll help me, I won't try to linger too long, but I want to deliver what the Lord has laid into my spirit. You want to go with me today? Amen. Anybody want to hear what the Lord has to say in this house this morning? Psalms chapter 100. Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. 
enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. For the Lord is good. Anybody thankful for that today? For the Lord is good. And his mercy is everlasting and his truth endureth to all generations. First Kings chapter 3 verse 7. Solomon is about to take the, the throne of the kingdom. God is uh, getting ready to transfer power over to him. And this is what Solomon said. Oh now, O oh Lord my God, thou hast made thy servant king instead of David my father. And I am but a little child. I know not how to go out or come in. I want to borrow from those last words today and preach on this last Sunday of 19 to you precious people. How to go out so that we can go in. If you're going to help me, I want you to just lift your hands today. Thank the Lord for his word. Let's ask him to direct our steps the rest of the way. Father, we love you this morning. You are great and you are greatly to be praised. I thank you for the word, God, that is anointed today. I pray you anoint the lips of clay, God, to deliver what you've laid upon my spirit, God. I come against any spirit, any hindering force today. God, whether it be human or demonic, I bind it in the name of Jesus. And I loose you to work in this house today. Have free course and we'll give you all the praise and all the glory. And everybody said amen. You might be seated this morning. The 100th Psalm is one of the greatest of all of the Psalms ever penned. The superscription, if your Bible has those above it, declares its intent plainly. It is a Psalm of praise. It comes to us through the pen of King David. One of perhaps the most recognizable characters in all of the Bible. Carrying the distinction as the man after God's own heart. There are probably more messages preached on the life of David than of any other man outside of Jesus Christ himself. When we think about David, we know of his exploits. We know of his fumbles. We know that he is no stranger to God's favor. And we also find that frequently he is in God's displeasure. David is such a compelling character. He arrests our attention because no matter where you see him, no matter where you find him, you can always find something that looks like you. From killing giants to burying babies. From dancing in triumph with the presence of God to sitting in a pile of rubble left by an invading enemy. David's story mimics very closely many of our own. Perhaps it is what has made David one of the most beloved people in all of Scripture. Because through his life we can clearly see 
that there will be good days and there will be bad days. But thank God our story isn't told and our story isn't measured and defined under the scrutiny of one single day. But rather when all the days are tallied together, as long as they can testify of you, that no matter how many times you failed and no matter how many times you messed up, as long as you found the strength to get up, God is always going to fight for you. Come on, I don't know if that does anything for you today, but I'm thankful that through my failures, God didn't leave me, but he got there with me. David's life proves that God is not just pleased when I'm perfect, but God is pleased when I'm persistent. That's why every day is a gift to us, because every sunrise brings a new opportunity to find the mercy and the goodness of the Lord that he said would be made new every single morning. I love this Psalms chapter 100, because this is David's praise break. This is David pausing somewhere between out and in to capture his thoughts, to tame his tongue, and put it all back into perspective. Perhaps the most famous of all the praisers is right here taking a break in the midst of his instruction to God's people to simply just offer a praise. It's just a man looking back over his shoulder and remembering lest they get weary and lest they get tired lest they get frustrated and discouraged lest they find themselves filled with more questions than they have answers let me remind them our God is great he is our answer he is our source and no matter what it looks like or it sounds like or it feels like in the current moment he is worthy of my praise come on somebody ought to just do that in this place this morning somebody ought to recognize he's worthy of my praise somebody ought to thank him for the raise you got this year oh I hear you I didn't get it well you ought to thank him that he's able to bring you one in the years to come somebody ought to thank him for healing today whether you received it or you're still believing for it he's got it in his hand this morning Come on, to our new people that's around here. You ought to thank the Lord this morning that he brought you out of the pit. And for those that's been around a long time, you ought to thank him that he's kept you out of it. Come on, I don't know about you, but when I think of his goodness, I've got to give him praise today. Oh, 
I know right now we all have great expectation for 2020. But I want to tell you this morning, before we can go into a new year, we've got to leave out of the current one the right way. We need a praise break. We need a pause between out and in to let God know that we understand that everything we're hoping for is dependent solely upon His mercy and His grace to us. Come on, somebody. That's what this psalm is. That's what this psalm was to David. He's been writing to God's people now for 99 chapters. He's been their encourager. He's been the living testimony. He's been their teacher and their instructor. But when he gets to chapter 100, we find a transition about to take place. Chapter 99 ends. He's talking about Moses. He's talking about Aaron. Go back and read it when you get home. He speaks of Samuel. And he speaks of cloudy pillars, testimonies, and ordinances. It's not that he's unhappy with the past. But more, he is hungry to get out, to leave yesterday, and go into what God has for him today. It is as if he is writing with a bit of Disgust. He's riding with a bit of anger and frustration to the people for their approach to God. You see, there are a lot of things that we can't say about King David right now at this point in his story. But one thing is certain, and it had been since we met him as a young boy. David is a worshiper, and he knows my survival, my existence, my life, and it's alignment with God's plan to me has always hinged on my worship and praise of Him. See, David understood that it was worship that brought the promise to me. And it was worship that protected it. And it was worship that ultimately produced it. And I feel so strongly in this church this morning to tell this great congregation that we have fallen in love with. Make sure forget the worship you gave that brought you the promise in the first place will be the same worship required to get the promise at the end. And while you are in between the promise and the final product, your worship is going to be the weapon by which you protect it until it comes to pass. Oh, hear me. I feel such a destiny on this place. I feel like 2020 is going to be a banner year for this great church. I know I haven't been around here very long with you, but this is a great church. You've got great leadership with great vision. They've got great plans on what God is speaking to them. But can I tell you that will not be enough to take you where God wants you to go. Come on somebody. Let me try to help you this morning. You've got to understand to get where God wants to take you. It's going to take more than just knowing where He wants you to go. 
If you're going to get there, you've got to learn how to walk with him in faith. Oh, come on. Sometimes that's hard. Sometimes I don't understand what I see while I'm walking. But i got to put my faith in the one that I've fallen in love with. Oh, come on. Somebody hear me this morning. God let a whole generation wander for 40 years in a wilderness. Oh, come on, somebody. Till the last murmurer died because he couldn't allow the promise to be compromised by the faithless. And though they had the word of promise in their ear, they never got a word of protection in their mouth. See, Matthew 12 and 34 said, Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. The heart is the seat of your thoughts. The heart is the seat of our intentions and our affections. Nothing comes out of our mouth that doesn't first pass through our heart. This murmuring generation of the children of Israel got a word in their ear, but it never found a place in their heart. And because it was only in their ear and not their heart, they transgressed God with their mouth. And when their mouth failed, their forward momentum stopped. Understand me today, they didn't stop moving. Oh, Jesus. But they stopped progressing. No new territory, no new victory, no new promises. What happened? They lived sadly in a repeating cycle until they died off one by one because they did not get it in their mouth. They had heard a word in their ear. It didn't get in their heart, and therefore they forfeited it with their mouth. See, some worship well until they hear the word. Then they want to sit like God owes them something. Come on, somebody. They get upset when it doesn't happen just like they think it ought to happen. And they lose the word all because they didn't defend it and protect it through the process. But in this Psalm 100 praise break, David is showing us how to go out and how to come in. He's prompting the people of God to arise out of anything that is hindering their worship. And he is instructing them and admonishing them to not allow life and its circumstances to steal their praise. David is trying to get the people back into a position that's pleasing to God. And he writes, standing between yesterday and tomorrow, make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye lands. I can't help but think today that David and his transition from 99 to 100 was hearing some noise. Why? Because any time you start moving to a new level anytime you start to turn a new page and gain gain new ground and take new territory there's always going to be some noise (laughs) 
And David was establishing a principle that we must learn how to practice. That when the enemy gets noisy, the church needs to get noisy as well. Come on, somebody. Why is it when the enemy comes and it seems he knocks the breath out of us that we close our mouths? I'm telling you this morning, when the enemy comes, the Spirit of the Lord shall lift up a standard against him. And if he's going to raise a standard, I might as well praise him for it. Come on, we ought to make some noise louder than what's out there this morning. Oh, come on, somebody. I know today there's confusion in our world. I know today there's fear in our world. There's pain and uncertainty. The enemy is seemingly wreaking havoc in lives everywhere. The newspaper's unbelievable, full of filth and lies and trash. There's enough moaning and groaning to make a sane man crazy. But I got something to say about that today. Oh, there's a noise that I heard a long time ago. And I hear the psalmist preaching. We've got to get it just out of our ear. And we've got to get it back in our mouth. Come on, somebody. It's time for the church to arise and be the army God has called us to be. Come on, we need to speak different things than what we're hearing out there. We don't need to feed the madness with negativity. We don't need to validate their retreat by retreating into silence. But we need to arise like never before. Get the Word of God back into our mouth and make a joyful noise unto the Lord. Listen to David preach today. Verse 2, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. He was trying to remind the people, hey, we still got the songs of Zion. We still got our testimonies. We've still got power over every enemy. Somebody needs to sing. Somebody needs to shout. Somebody needs to make his glory known before the nation. He was trying to get a smile back on them. Come on. You've got the Holy Ghost. You've got the Spirit of the living God living on the inside of you. There ought to be a smile that blinds the naysayer when they see you. I know who I am in Christ the Lord today. Oh, come on, somebody. He was trying to get a smile back on their face. He was trying to get some fire back in their cold spirit. He was trying to get a dance back in their feet and a shout in their mouth. Pastor, he must have been looking at some really sad-looking people. Looking like their dog just died. Looking like their mother-in-law just moved in for permanent. I got a great mother-in-law. She's watching. Move in, KK. We love you. 
He must have been looking at some sad, sad folks full of pouting, full of pouting. David, can't you hear them? They say it like this, Pastor. He goes, Pastor, you just don't know. You just don't understand. You want me to praise God? You don't even know what I've been through. I had a hangnail this morning. It broke right off into the quick. I should have went to the emergency room. Got some pain there. But I struggled to get here. And you want me to praise God? You just don't know what I've been through. Come on, somebody. Come on. Really? Really? I can tell you today, I know. I know we've all been through some trouble. But trouble should never keep a child of God silent. It should never keep us from declaring His glory and His goodness. I don't know about you, but 2019 hasn't been the best year for my family. But we're in the house of God today giving Him praise because He took us through it. Somebody get your faith back in God today. Come on, it might have been bad, but you got breath in your body. It might have been bad, but you got a song in your spirit today. ought to be noise everywhere they look when they pass this beautiful building on their way to the mall looking for something to drown out sorrow. There ought to be a noise coming from this place that draws them into the presence of God. Oh, give us our voice back, Jesus. We got to get out so we can go in. David hated silence. He hated quiet church. That's how I know he was a Pentecostal. In case you're wondering today, we're unapologetically Pentecostal. You know those ones that when they stepped out of that upper room, they said these men are drunk. And the the preacher said, yeah, but not like you think. They're drunk on something that's greater. And if you'll take a drink, it'll put some joy back in your spirit too. He hated silence. Listen to the progression. David wrote this, Psalm 30, 12. Let me sing praise to thee and not be silent, but I will give thee thanks forever, forever. No matter what comes, let me not be silent, but give thee thanks. Psalm 32 and 3, he said, when I kept silence, uh uh-oh, uh-oh, something came along in forever that made him stop He said, when I kept silence, my bones waxed old. And then he got to Psalm 115 and 17. 
and he come up with this. The dead praise not the Lord, neither any that go down into silence. David said silence was a pit that would take you down and ultimately lead to your death. Somebody get up and declare he is worthy today. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. I feel like I'm looking at some people. You're tired of the trouble. You want to get into a new year. But I'm telling you, you're going to take today's trouble into tomorrow's calendar if you don't know how to lay it down and give God praise in the midst of it all. See, my hope ain't here. My hope ain't here. That's why I don't worry about what they're going to do in the White House or in the Congress. Yeah, I'm concerned. Yeah, I go to the poll and I vote. But my hope is not in the White House. My hope is sitting on a throne in glory. And he said all power in heaven and in earth has been given unto me. Why should I worry? Why should I fret? I serve the living God who's got all power. Come on, somebody, open your mouth and walk out of the trouble. Open your mouth and step out today. See, I went to church with an old elder that used to sing, This world is not my home. I'm just a passing through. My treasures are laid up somewhere beyond the blue. And the angels beckon me from heaven's open door. And I can't be let home in this world anymore. Come on, somebody. This is not where our hope is. Our hope is in Him. I want to get out today so that I can step in all Well, I heard an old, old story about a Savior came from glory. How He gave His life on Calvary to save a wretch like me. And then I cried. Dear Jesus, come and heal my broken spirit. And somehow he came and brought to me the victory. Come on, there's victory in this place today. There's victory in this house today. I don't know about you. I don't even know what to do right here. I preached everything I know to tell you today. But you've got to make up your mind. Will you sit there and die? Or will you get up and live? Will you sit there in the trouble? Or will you step out in faith and say, God, I've put my hope, I've put my trust back in you, Lord. Come on, if you feel that way. I got pages of notes, 
but there's a holy presence that's walked in this room this morning. He's drawing you. He's pulling you. He's calling for you. Take a new approach today. 